Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Time Talkers. I am Brock Gorton. I am Tommy Haley, currently packing. And I am as seen on TV, Benjamin Duncan. Yes, as seen on TV, Benjamin Duncan, yes. Oh my god. (laughs) You guys were shown on TV for four seconds, calm down. It's still longer than I was shown on television for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade last year. I don't even think you were even shown on TV. He was. There was a split second where I walk into frame and then they cut to another camera. Basically how I would. Anyway, so let's just get right into that, shall we? Since Ben yes. wants to make that comment. Yeah, let's. Alright, fine. So me and Mr. Benjamin Duncan went down to Fayetteville, Arkansas, this past week. Uh, a massacre? Would that be the best way to describe it, Ben? Yes. Or, or, I ate KJ uh, Jefferson's knee for lunch. Or or would this be a better way to describe it? Yeah, an ass whooping is a more apt uh, comparison. Yes. I would say. So, Tommy, did you watch the game? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. And uh, I just straight up, I was like, I was like, damn, they are fucking open Arkansas. So let me set the scene for y'all. So me and Ben met up, and I arrived at Ben's house at like seven fifty in the morning for a three o'clock kick. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> we left. Wow, you're so you get there so fast. That too. Uh, we then left Liberty in Kansas City. We arrived at Joplin, which is about an hour outside of Fayetteville. And Ben got to experience Joplin. Yikes. <laughs> ben, hang on, let, let's count it up. Ben, let's, let's see. On your bingo card, what did you see? You saw a Ku Klux Klan flag. Uh, you, well, you, you saw dog food in the bathroom. An eaten can of dog food in the bathroom of a CVS. You saw a Confederate uh, flag. Yeah, that is true. And um, you saw a mega church. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, there's one in uh, there's a mega church in Oklahoma Park. It's uh, Avengers Campus Midwest. I like to call it. Yeah. No, this was like one of those traditional mega churches, though. Was it named, like, Daddy's Big House or something like that? No, it was, like, First Baptist Church or something. All right, well, you guys uh, quit uh, explaining your job, but I'm going to get some more aqua. Okay. Well, we're down there. And, Ben, what was your thoughts when we stopped in Joplin and you got to experience Joplin a little bit? Wait, after Joplin, whenever we got to Arkansas? No, in Joplin. What were your thoughts of Joplin? Mid. Mid? To below average. Well, I mean, yes, obviously. Obviously. So. This should surprise no one on that. 
But, uh, <laughs> oh God, I don't like how you just laughed. I don't know, man. Uh, thoughts on seeing, <laughs> let, let, let me back up for a second. When Ben saw the Ku, the Ku Klux Klan, the KKK flag, uh, Ben thought, oh, that's a weird American flag. Oh, he's like, that's not a Confederate flag. Ben's like, that's a weird American flag. I knew immediately what it was. I'm like, I'm just going to keep driving. And then we crossed into the Arkansas border. Indeed. Arkansas. Tommy, do you want to experience the Arkansas bathrooms? Oh my god, no. we're not we haven't even started with the stadium yet. Wait till we get to that point. I was just talking about no, no joke. When we do when we usually if we decide to drive to like New Orleans, like Louisiana, we had to like cut through Arkansas for a bit. Fucking worst roads in America. Oh my god, they're so bad. I've experienced worse. Some of the worst roads in America. Like they're fucking. They're so bad. Um. We saw a homeless man giving another one head outside of a bathroom. What? <laughs> Wait, you didn't see that? What? <laughs> so when we were turning. To go to the stadium in the parking area that we were going to, right? You know the the oh, turn that we some had. Other home, some other homeless guy was getting another one down. Nice. Should some one of you should have pelted him with a honey bun. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Mark, when did you see this, huh? So when we got off on the exit to turn off the highway there, and there was a gas station on the right. I looked over and I saw someone get, I saw two dudes, saw one dude standing up and the other one, like, on his knees in front of him, giving the other guy down. Oh, shit, it was, oh, shit, it was two guys? Yes. I thought you meant it was, like, a girl. Oh, okay, <laughs> oh, damn. Like, I saw that, I went, what the fuck? I think oh, you were on what? your phone at the time. <laughs> I just... Ha! I must have. Yeah, because I didn't point it out to you. I'm like, I'm not gonna point that out to him. <laughs> yeah, thank you for not. I didn't want to be a little. Yeah, I want to go. Sense. Ben, look, someone's having sex. Yikes! Yeah, I... <laughs> Gay sex. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we got to our parking area, and I'm gonna let Ben take it from here. For the full Arkansas experience. <laughs> Walking a mile to their stadium. Honestly, it wasn't too bad. Uh, we, we did get... Yes, we did get heckled. A average uh, home team to away team behavior. Yeah, fucking you know, go, go fucking kill yourself. <laughs> Fuck the you, normal. bitch. You know, normal um, stuff. Not stuff that Mizzou fans say to opposing fans, though. 
But that's because we're nice. Have you noticed that, Ben? But, I feel uh, like we're way too nice of a fan base. Yes. When do you start yes, getting mean? You need to be assholes sometimes. No. You need to be assholes sometimes. No, because so somebody said it perfectly. Somebody said that Mizzou and Iowa, if Mizzou and Iowa were to ever play a game against each other, uh, the fan base would either get it into the most balls out fist fight ever, or we would cure cancer. Because we would just either love each other because we're the exact same or hate each other because we're the exact same. Mm. I heard that. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Anyway, continue, Ben. But, yeah, average. Uh, it took a kind of a fat second to get into the stadium because everyone's just kind of blobbed in that one area. So they need the stadium needs to work on that or adjusting that. Um, more places to scan your tickets. Yes, or teach people how to actually scan their tickets and have no idea what they're doing. Because Brock, Brock pulled up like a G and went through that thing in like three seconds. Oh, there was all these old I mean, people that were like holding their phone there for like a good solid like two minutes trying to get it to scan, and it's like, no, you need to hold your phone this way, please. Did they have a lead poisoning stare? Yes. Okay. Well, they kind of had that, uh, the family tree just goes straight down. There's no ranches look, so, you know. But, um. That might have been part of it. Yeah. Then, then we get in there. It's. Eh. I'd <laughs> no. say the stadium. Ben, you're being eh. too nice. Tommy, this is the yeah. worst fucking SEC stadium I've ever been to. <laughs> They didn't. They didn't bother to clean up after the last game. <laughs> yeah, my vision's. A, yeah, my bias is a little skewed since you know I've been to only one SEC stadium. We gotta get you to Faroe. Like we that that Mizzou Oklahoma game. We gotta get you to Faroe. Yeah. See if I can get off. I'm gonna be stretching my PTO very thin next year. Let's put it that way. Oh, you are Ben. How many did we decide we're going to next year? I don't know, but I'm. I I have a lot. I I need the SEC to drop that schedule, dog. Dude, I I know, I know they do. Anyway, continue, continue, continue. But uh, we get inside. Uh, we find where we're sitting. Then Brock uh sits in our seats. I go and say hi to my boy Gabriel, who's in the band at Arkansas. Nice talking to him. Then I came back, and I know I think Brock got heckled a bit while he was in the seat. A lot. <laughs> while I was on, because uh, the friendlies had not moved in completely yet. The, yeah, then I showed back up, and everything was good. Uh, we obliterated Arkansas. Um. Brock had to use the bathroom a couple times there, and it was... Once. They're horrendous. Once. Dude. Dude. But, uh, yeah. I, yeah, because me and you both went before we left. Dude, this there. bathroom. These bathrooms. Yikes. I walk in. The game had, you know... Maybe... I'll, I'll say these bathrooms make it look like LSU's bathrooms or like the Holy Grail. Huh. And I know you've been in those bathrooms, correct? Yes, I've been in the frost. Okay. LSU's um, bathroom is pretty decent compared to Arkansas's. 
Mizzou's are still the best. I just don't, Mizzou's are like top tier. The only other bathroom I would say maybe beats them in stadiums that I've been to would be Minnesota's bathrooms. Yeah, I was, about, I was wondering if you are going to say that one because there's no way in hell you are going to say Tennessee's. Those were just... Oh, no. No shot. <laughs> Tennessee's weren't as bad as Arkansas's, but they were not great. But... But, no, Tommy, yeah. when I say that these were pigsties, they were literally pigsties. There's piss all over the floor. Standing puddles of piss. <laughs> okay. In not not just by the urinals, like in the toilet by the toilets themselves. I had to hike my jeans up around my knees so it couldn't touch the ground. Oh, it was bad. Stadium okay, overall we, is just kind of blech, too. Yeah, we we then we left after the, the absolute slaughter. Um, got back to the car and I drove us back home. And we stopped at Casey's on the way back, as always. Casey, sponsor us, please, please. And that was the trip. The three and a half hours surprisingly went very fast. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you're curb stomping a, a fucking team, it's going to go by quick. No, I'm the drive. About the drive. Oh, okay. The game like kind of felt like it went on forever at some point. Yeah, the, same, well, yeah, the third quarter for sure. I was yeah, like, God damn. Yeah. I think I tuned in during the third. I don't remember what quarter I was watching it. There it was, was a Friday. I don't know what we were doing. There was definitely a point in the third also, quarter. It was after the second Brent Norfleet touchdown. I looked at Ben. I went, God damn. Yeah, we still got, what, eight minutes left? Good eight going. minutes left in the third. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I don't know what it is in the air down here, but I've been going to bed, like, a lot. I've been getting going to bed earlier. Like, I've been going to bed solidly around 9 o'clock, 9.30 at night. Okay. Nice. And I'm like, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? You're becoming old. Oh, it's just a, a sleepy I, no, no, that's not. That is not because I'm coming. I'm becoming old. I never usually go to sleep at nine o'clock at night. Usually, it's a little like an hour, maybe two hours later. Not like consistently. The past like three or four days, I've been going to bed at nine o'clock at night. Mm. I wish. <laughs> I don't. I work at night, so I don't want that. I mean, yeah, I've had dinner. Then, then I had to get my fix of Louisiana culture last night because I did fall asleep on the couch watching Swamp People. So, <laughs> oh yeah, still can't I believe that, that show's show. still around. I was like, that's still can't believe that show exists, dude. Well, it's just on a it's on a channel that plays a lot of shows that you mean the like, History Channel? No, not the History Channel. It's a channel that just shows like a whole bunch of like. Every day of the week, they literally just binge, like, one show. Is this, like, like a Roku cause, channel? Cause, cause, no, it's, 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 I pick it up on Antenna. Oh. But um, on Mondays, it's, like, literally from noon to, like, 2 a.m., nothing but swamp people. And then... Is I on TV or something like that? No, they... It's, it's called Defy. It's called Defy, but then there's like a... One of them, hmm. one of the days is nothing but Pawn Stars, then American Pickers, So it sounds like... A&E's version so of Ion. That sounds like the History Channel. Yeah. 
It does. It's, not the, it's called Defy. Damn, I need to get an antenna again. <laughs> it's, that channel kind of goaded. I love watching hours of swamp people at night. <laughs> Bro, we're so when when we get to the dead sea or dead time of sports again, we're gonna have to just like watch an episode of Swamp People and listen to Tommy just go off on it. No, we're gonna have to watch some of the old ones. We can't watch some of the newer ones. Like some of the yeah. older ones are goaded. Oh yeah. Or like an episode of Deck Dynasty or something. Yeah, exactly. They got a bunch of free ones on YouTube. I know they do, anyway. Uh so that was our trip. Tommy it's now time for yours. So, obviously, LSU played Texas A&M Saturday at 11 a.m. Uh, thank you for that. So, this is the first time experiencing SEC football. No, you I'll, went I'll to a Miz- you went to a Mizzou Memphis game this year, right? But that wasn't that wasn't true authentic SEC. That was in the dome. That was, in, the dome. The that was dome. in St. Louis. Yeah, that wasn't in Columbia. Again, we got to take you to a Mizzou Oklahoma game. That, that's got to be the one that we take you to. I'll, I'll tell you what. They're fucking built different down here. Dude! It's amazing. It's one of the, they dude. are built so different down here, here. Here's the thing. Like, me and Ben will tell you this, because we've been to multiple SEC games this year. Ooh. Dog! <laughs> I love going to SEC games, because you'll just run into another fan, and they can either be the most heinous piece of shit in the world, or the chillest dudes in the world. <laughs> Like, Tennessee, we got the ch- most chill people that there are. Arkansas, we got the most heinous sons of bitches. Down here? Tennessee, all the Tennessee fans love us compared to Georgia fans, apparently. But I mean, Oh, they hate Georgia. They despise Georgia. But down here, for LSU, they love, and I mean, they love their LSU Tigers down here. Like, I mean, straight up love LSU Tigers down here. Like, game days, I get it was an 11 a.m. kick, so everyone was still kind of tired. We're, we're, fuck, everyone was drinking, like, at 7 o'clock in the morning. Light work. Hey, the zoo fans are the, drinking the, at 4 in the morning. Tommy, well, some of the, uh, might have been drinking at earlier than that, but, you know. Tommy, wasn't the, uh, or no, was it later in the day? I think it was because I was trying to think the Grambling State game, that was a, a later in the afternoon game, correct? Yeah, that was a night yes, game for this you. Was a, this was an 11 a.m. kick. Oh, yeah, going to Mizzou games, bro, people be be pre-gaming at 5 in the morning, dog. Oh, yeah, just, no. They just walk by, I mean, there's some dad with a fan, uh, dad of four, he's just sitting there, he's 19, bear, or 19 beers deep, it's 7 in the morning, his kids are running around shirtless, the mom's going, Go Tigers, shirts up like what the fuck but but this this was fucking awesome though like granted i had about like two or three uh vodka sprite cranberries don't make the joke please do not make the joke by the way like i had like i'm I'm literally literally holding it in i'm literally holding the joke in what is what is cranberry there i said don't make the joke in there I said it, there I said it. I had to get it out of the way. So, anyway, I had... I had three vodka sodas with fried cranberry. a shot or two of Crown. I think I had a shot of tequila. I don't know. I was highly intoxicated by 9.30 in the afternoon. 9.30 in the morning. So, Tommy wasn't just drunk. He was gone. 
Why do you think I said I'm highly intoxicated, by the way? Jesus Christ. And uh, the only thing I had to eat the entire time, other than when we got back, was two Chick-fil-A sandwiches that were, like, <gasps> that just, like through the Chick-fil-A, like, through one, like, the Chick-fil-A, like, uh, cater carts or whatever they are, like, those little cater trailers they have. Yes. Like, I only had two Chick-fil-A sandwiches from that, and then those were holding me over for a bit, and then we were sitting directly in the, like, where we were sitting, we were sitting in the sun. Ben has probably seen some pictures of it already in a different, uh, Discord we are in, correct? Of what? Of where we were sitting. Yes. You had very good seats. Oh, we had some great seats. We had great seats. But, like, dude, they just, it is, it is so built different down here. It's awesome. Like, that, that is a, I get it. It's an 11 o'clock game. So, I'm not going to get the true Baton Rouge Saturday night in Death Valley experience. But when they, when my parents explained to it, they have this, like, big old, like, uh, area, like, public space area where, like, all the fraternities and all that tailgate, and it's, like, you can't even walk through it. Like, we were able to walk through this, like... You get to see Mike the Tiger, Tommy? Yes. And stop in the team store? Uh, we didn't stop in the team store. We stopped in the uh, Barnes right & Noble. Mike the Tiger. Well, we actually stopped in the Barnes & Noble bookstore that they have. Noble on campus? Yes. Oh, my. If I went there, yeah. man... My so book there's, so would be weighed down with so much manga, that would be dangerous. So so here's how that works. So it's like Barnes and Noble LSU. On the very on the bottom floor, it's basically a glorified like uh, teen store where it's got like all your like L- like LSU shirts, all this stuff, like basically all your LSU merchandise. And then upstairs is your uh, like actual Barnes and Noble. What? So yeah, that was that was really nice. And then we go to the game. Then we actually went to the shop called... Uh, shit, let me look it up. What? It's Did called... You, uh, Tommy, have you had games while you're down there, please? What? No, actually, surprisingly. I mean, we, we've been what? eating what? at... What? We've been eating a whole lot. And then we went to this store called Bangles and Bandits. What? Bandit? So, I have uh, Bandit here. So oh, we have so it's called Bangles and Bandits. The best way I can explain to it, the best comparison I can give it to, is basically uh, like it's a Baton Rouge's version of like uh, what Charlie Hustle is. Mm. Okay, what? It's actually really nice. So quit doing the fucking what? <laughs> what? Stop it! That's cool though. But yeah, all in all, I had a fun. Also, the one problem I had watching the game oh boy lsu of all the time all the time they decided to not wear their traditional white tops yellow bottoms against sec opponents they decided to wear all white this week this past week so let's have the debate because ben has an opinion and tommy has an opinion it's time for a face-off it's not that I'm saying I like the all-white uniforms. Granted, those all-white uniforms are really nice. It's just that I don't understand why they decided of all games. 
to wear all white against an SEC opponent where they could have just worn the traditional white tops, yellow bottoms. Oh, God damn it, Ben. I thought the all whites were pretty clean, not going to lie. See, I, see, I, I don't know what, I don't know what A&M wore, but I think whatever they usually wear on the road. I, I just I just forgot. Uh, yeah, and I sorry, got you. Yeah, I can tell you. Yeah, sorry, 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 Brock. I just me and Ben were in a, kind of in agreement. No, like, you're I, good. I'm well, also were, possibly drunk right now. <clears throat> they were. I mean, A&M wore maroon helmets and maroon tops with white pants. So they're road uniforms. I think. I'm pretty sure that they're road uniforms. Maroon tops and maroon helmets. That's their home units. I don't know what they were. Either, either way, they could have worn the traditional. LSU could have worn their traditionals, but they decided to go all white. And guess what? They sucked the entire game. They could have easily lost that game. Hell. Uh oh, Tommy cut out. They should have lost that game. Oh. Hell, they should have lost that game. They could have. They should have lost that game. Their defense stinks. Thank you. Like, straight up, their defense is straight garbage. Ben, this is for what you said, like, mate. I'm going to call. Call so goddamn hard. For a solid three quarters, LSU's defense could have stopped a fart and win. Jaden Daniels, who I think could win the heart, who I think is going Jayden to win Daniels the Daniels is play. second in the SEC with rushing yards right now. Yeah, Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels, watching him on TV, he's fast, but watching him like play in person, I hate to quote the longest yard. He makes fast people look well, not fast. Like, Omi is wick. Yeah. Like it is crazy how fast he is. He also has a he also can throw the ball really well. Which by the way, uh, hold on, hold on, give me one second. I always forget his name. Uh, Malik Neighbors, uh, number eight. Uh, that is your winner, not not Marvin Harrison Jr. Definitely not Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, totally not the guy that's a Heisman candidate all on his own for, uh, you know... Ohio State. No, I let's give it to him. In my, uh, I mean, I mean, I honestly, I think Malik Neighbors is better. I mean, that's your all-time. That's LSU's all-time. Like, uh, he set the record for most catches in a season by an LSU Tiger, which was like, like an insane thing that I was like, wait, I thought Jamar or, Jade, or Justin had that. Which, by the way, they do like a like a NFL. NFL issue where it's like all the current LSU Tigers that are in the uh, yeah Mizzou does the same thing NFL and the two biggest pops were for Tyron uh, Tyron Matthew with the Saints it or they had three so it was Justin Jefferson Justin Jefferson um Tyron Matthew and then the loudest of them all three was Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Well, yeah, always. That's how it was whenever I was there. But I mean, Jaden Daniels—that's that—that that, 
in my honest opinion, this is no biasy at all either. That's your Heisman Trophy winner right there. It is. Hate me all you want. I think he's winning the Heisman. What? Yes. What? You heard me. Well, yeah, I have James Daniels winning the Heisman, but Michael Pitts winning the Natty. So, I mean, it is what it is. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Um, I Um, have... Bo Nix winning the Heisman, so. <laughs> Not going to happen after Washington wins this weekend. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't think they're going to win. I don't know about that one, too. Either way, um, hearing almost 100,000 people sing Garth Brooks calling Matt Rouge was downright the coolest thing I have ever seen in my life. Like, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, all in all, LSU won. Thank God. <laughs> LSU won. We got home around... I don't even know what time we got home. But, uh, I had so much fun. I want to do this again. Well... You could probably do that with your family. For sure, you're now coming to Como with me in bed. I'm going to try to. It's just that now that I've been to uh, actual LSU Tiger, SEC football, yeah, no, LSU LSU got, uh, let's put it this way, LSU has everything uh, beat right now when it comes to Mizzou. Uh Uh-huh. He'll like, say that until he experiences great, his first MIC granted, chant. Granted, 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 it was in St. Louis, but still. Exactly. That's why I'm saying it's not the true Mizzou football experience. There are plenty of options that you can come to a Mizzou game next year. And that's and that's what and that's what I and that's what I told my parents. I'm like, you know, I get it's in eleven o'clock, but like I want that true like it's Saturday night, Death Valley, six thirty six thirty kick. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, I, honestly, I had fun. The band, that golden band from Tigerland. Oh, you you could have seen good. my boy Luke. You could have seen my boy Luke and Jason. Yeah, yeah I would have known who those two people are. <laughs> they they play the tuba, Tommy. You can find them pretty let's, easy. Let's, let's be honest here. He was in no shape to say hi to people. No, oh, he yeah. was not. He was down for the count. That might have been the most alcohol I've ever consumed as a human being. Yeah, we're gonna have to change that. They're no different down there. Oh yeah, they are so different down here. But they have fun when they do it. They have fun when they do it. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's basically all my front. So, hey, Ben, you know what I just remembered? What? We agreed to go to the Mizzou-Seton Hall game in Kansas City. Yeah, when's that again? December 17th. And 17th? Then, and then, like, Put that on my calendar. And then, like, two weeks later, we have to go to the bowl game. Ah! Okay, cool. That game, that basketball game on a Sunday, beautiful. It is. Don't tell me you guys are actually thinking about going to that New Year's Six game. Oh, oh if, thinking if about it. Thinking about it. Oh, 
if it's not in if it's not the Cotton Bowl rock, then no, I no, might. no. Hang on, if it's a Fiesta Bowl, I still want to go because that's in Glendale. Ta- but also, I think my theory that I proposed on EOS probably is going to be true, and we're going to be in Orlando. I don't want to go to Florida again. No. <laughs> Fine, we're going to the Peach Bowl. We get to go to Atlanta. I hope you like Zaxby's. Take because I'm sending you to Tampa, Florida. Take take Ben no. to, or take Ben to Atlanta, and he gets to experience an Atlanta strip club. Ah, uh, that really, that that's where that James Harden money goes to. Exactly. Hey, 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 hey. Going to the ATL. God. That might have been the widest of her name would ever say that. <laughs> been about to go nutty in Atlanta. That'd be crazy. Oh, man. Anyway. anyway, well, we're glad that Tommy survived his first SEC, true SEC football experience. Not a yes, glorif- I want to do this. I want to do this again. Not a I glorified home game uh, in a neutral site. That he got to do for yeah, St. Was... Louis this year. Uh, he will Yeah, experience. that was stupid. Uh, no, Mizzou, most of Mizzou fans agree. Um, it should have been played in Columbia instead. Especially right after that K-State game. That would have been insane. But I digress. Anywho... Dang right, baby. Uh, remember, dude, gentlemen. Dude, dude, dude. What? What? What, Tommy? The the the, the fight, like uh, what? Did, whatever they do when LSU gets the first down. Oh, I don't know. No joke. No joke. That was stuck in my head the entire time, going back home, and the entirety of Sunday. You know what's still stuck in my head for some fucking reason? What? M I Z? No, the Memphis fight song. Da 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 da. <laughs> Stupid dude, it's so shit. Anyway, uh, we already did the update. Ben's trip, uh, college football. <clears throat> well, I watched LSU and Texas A and M. I was at that game. I actually got some sun. Not gonna lie, I got a tan. What? Kind of bit of a tan, dude. It was like seventy. It was like almost seventy degrees at kickoff. Ben, what was the temperature for kickoff for our game? What was it like? Fifty. Forty nine. Oh yeah. The game ended. It was thirty nine degrees. <laughs> <laughs> that that right there's that like, real I mean, SEC football. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like I mean, look, I just looked at the photo I just posted in general. That's like when, like before the Tigers walked out. That's before LSU walked out of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So like, there's barely a cloud in the sky. What are you talking about? That's a lot of clouds. Yeah, but it's not like actually cloudy. You know what I meant. Ooh, Tom, are you going to go to the uh, the Alabama-LSU game next I'm going to try. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna try so bad to do so that. So I counteract November, your photo October with this 9th. one. Because that's like the one game I want to try to go to next year. The Alabama LSU game. Yes, sir. Oh. Who's gonna be Alabama or LSU's quarterback? No idea. Will Howard. No idea. <laughs> oh, okay, Tommy. So you were kind of sitting. You were sitting just to the left of where, uh, wait. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were kind of You were just to the left of where I was, because I was sitting basically dead center of that end zone. We were in walking distance of, uh, like, where the band was. Yeah. And student section. Ben, I'm looking at Mrs. schedule for next year. We, we've decided that we're going to turn the other corner, the opposite corner of where you were, Tommy. Ben, I'm looking at Mizzou's schedule for next year, and I just realized we pretty much agreed that we wanted to try to go to all the away games next year. Uh, I don't know, man. Five away games. Five away games. Dog, I don't know. Plus two home games. I don't don't think the, the UMass game would be worth it. That no, that's the one that we gotta do just to say that we went to uh, UMass Mizzou. No, that is such a sickos committee that. game. That is no, such a sickos committee game. No, dude, if it was Connecticut UMass, then yes, no. I would one hundred percent go to that. No, like I do. I would go to the Cumble. There, there's <laughs> Jesus Christ. I yeah, we might have to scratch that one. Oh, that hurts me to say because I really want to go to that one. Just to say that we went. You guys would, but considering you guys would the, have to leave like that Friday. Or hell, they guess I have to leave Thursday. Yeah. But at the same time, Ben, I'm looking at the other four the four road games for the SEC, and yeah, we want to go to those more. Bryant Denny, Stark Vegas, uh the Sandstorm and Kyle Allen. Yeah, we want to go to those more. It's, uh, I don't know about the South Carolina one. Dude, That'd here's my thing. I don't know if they're gonna be one of our because what they said there's gonna they're gonna keep three core opponents for SEC scheduling yeah. going forward. I don't know if they're gonna be one of them. Yeah, funny enough for LSU, I have a very decent picking of what games I want to go to. They have Nichols, UCLA, South Alabama, Alabama, Old Miss, Oklahoma, and Bandy at home. Mizzou's home oh, games dude, are Murray State, Buffalo, oh, Boston College, Arkansas, Auburn, Oklahoma, and Vanderbilt. So, like, one of the two games I want to try to go to are either the Alabama LSU game or the Ole Miss LSU game. Ole Miss. You guys are going to take walk or Oh, you said Ole Miss? Never mind. Yeah. No. Yes, Ole Miss. No. We Not played Mississippi Miss- State. <laughs> who, is, who is Miss State in the... Uh, What's her number? Mm, good question. Anyway. Uh, uh, Just waiting. Just waiting for whenever Mizzou decides to come down here. Yeah, Which, when was the last time they even did come down to Death Valley? Oh, it's been a while because the last time we played them was 2020. The last two, the last two times we played them was at... at no, it hasn't. Not the last two. Or then we must have gone down. We must have gone down there, twenty twenty one. No, here I've got you. I'm pulling up the Winsipedia. Uh, twenty twenty three. We played in twenty twenty three. What? Yeah, that was. At oh, home. this year. Yeah, that was at Columbia. 
2020, yeah. yes. Okay, so yeah, the last time we were there was 2016. That's what so I that was at LSU. Yeah, yeah. We were having this argument of when Mizzou was what like went down Death Valley, and they were like, "No, Mizzou's never been there." I'm like, yes, they yeah, have. have. It was like, it was like it was, it like, was Barry. It was Barry, <laughs> and we got and dog walked. Them, I was like, I was like, it's probably like the third or fourth year they were in the SEC. So if I was in like 2017. Sir, we've been in the SEC like, since twenty twelve. Or no, that's Drew Lock years. That's Drew Lock. Yeah, that's so Drew Lock's right great year. It was the fourth year they were in the SEC. Okay. Hey Ben, do you remember playing Alabama at home? Like here in Columbia? No. We've done it twice. We played them in twenty twenty at home and in twenty twelve at home. When the fuck did we do that? I don't remember the 2021 because that year was weird. So I don't I remember 2012. I don't so remember I, hosting. I, I don't I remember hosting I, Auburn I at home in 2017. I don't think what I started the? Started watching sports until I was like 12, my guy. I don't remember this. I'm so confused. When was the last time we we had to play Mississippi State in that 2020 season? Because that was a weird year. Yeah, we did. We lost. Oh, damn. We're on a two-game losing streak against Mississippi State. Anyway, uh, this isn't a uh, this isn't EOS, but... <clears throat> uh, UConn won the come-ass bowl. Yes, sir. UConn, baby. So, uh, nice. checking real quick to see who had uh, UConn. Uh, uh, Tommy had UConn. Ben had Massachusetts. Dang. I had America, so America won. <laughs> um, Michigan beat Ohio State. Did I have Ohio State? Yes, you did. Motherfuckers. They better... Okay, real talk. I hate both these teams all at once. Mm-hmm. They give us theater of the highest form when these two teams play. Okay. Like, these games, like, as much as I hate both these teams, they're always fucking fantastic. Like, the games are always so damn close and so damn good. So, yeah. Uh, also, New Mexico Ryan State Day loses... Also, I'll say this. If Ryan Day loses a fourth straight time to Michigan next year, they're going to fire his ass. Oh, yeah, 100%. Iowa proved that they have the superior corn. Badly. I was forcefully... I was... I was forced... I had to forcefully... My dad forcefully made me watch that game. That's great. And I'm like, Dad, I don't want to watch this team. This team fucking... I would literally said this plainly to him like that. This team fucking sucks. And guess what? It totally kept proving my point. I'm like, Dad, this team's just not... They're just not good. <laughs> One of those teams has 10 wins this year. Yeah. Guess what, their, <laughs> guess what their total points are? Guess what their point spread is? Like, two score points. In the first half, point one or yes. point five. Yeah, point five. Half, fucking half, half point. point. 
So if they kick a field goal, they'll be over their first half total. I think they're going to kick a field goal, honestly. I say yes. <laughs> um, what else? What else we got here? Uh, uh, Kentucky upset Louisville in the Commonwealth Cup. Yes, sir. Uh, in a blizzard, Iowa State, the Cyclones took down the Wildcats in Manhattan. Again, in a blizzard. A guy, a guy from, uh, one of my guys from work uh, went to that game. Mm. Sad for him. He said it sucked. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it was a 42-35 game, so you know. Uh, NC State. Go home after that snow. Oh, yeah. NC State owns the state of North Carolina as they... Beat the brakes off of North Carolina, 39-20. Liberty remains undefeated. They're now 12-0. They won 42-28 over UTEP. Uh, Clemson just barely escaped South Carolina. That's really sad on their part. And then the Alabama game. Oh, okay, look. I'm glad I was able to watch the end of that game. Oh, oh my god, that was so crazy. And you know what else was crazy? And it made me feel hella fucking old. Uh, the kick six was ten years ago? Yes, yes, that's exactly what it was. When they said the kick six six was ten years ago, my dad was like, did they say the kick six was ten years ago? I'm like, yes, they did. Sir, when they said that, my immediate thought afterwards was, Mizzou was in the SEC championship game 10 years ago. Hey, Tommy, I will say, at least you were able to watch that game. Some Alabama fans weren't able to. Dude, I saw that video where, like, uh, it was, like, buffering as the ball was snapped, and then it shows the touchdown, and then they got so pissed off because it kept buffering. Yeah, and then like it showed them scoring the touchdown, and then they just go to the start. I'm like, damn, I didn't know I needed that. That game isn't gonna hit. Hit. I mean, that game was good, but like, just the fact that like uh, they showed a graphic after they were done with uh, the game, you just hear like the SEC on uh, uh, CBS. CBS, like the theme, and said, and it said, "Thanks for the memories." And I'm like. Great, now I'm fucking sad. They've got one more game. They've got the SEC championship. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's still not going to hit as as it used to anymore. Nope. Hearing that one last time at three o'clock in the afternoon is going to be so painful, dude. Dog, I might cry. I might fucking cry hearing that so, one more damn time. One of my favorite things that was said this weekend about that was. One of the final times that we're going to hear the SEC on CBS's theme is after Mizzou just kicked the shit out of Arkansas. Think about that for a second. Because they might keep the theme for the Big Ten. But it's they not, shouldn't. It's not, it's, I mean, they shouldn't. That would be sacrilege on such a high level. Oh, oh, oh wait, so is CBS getting the Big Ten? And then where does SEC go in? ESPN, so you're going to have to get ESPN yeah. Plus, bud. Uh, nope. <laughs> Pirating. Yes, sir. 
screw all of the the media companies trying to take my money. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. The only media company that gets my monthly subscription payment is Crunchyroll. <laughs> Not Netflix. Nope. No, my mom. My mom. Mom pay for that. <laughs> yeah, he don't. But <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, yeah. So funny enough. So there was um, we did this like little like me and my brother did this two man scramble on Thursday, and we were paired up with an Auburn fan. And like. And that iron bowl isn't just gonna hit. That iron bowl is just not gonna be the same anymore. And he was like, "Oh yeah, it's never been the same since 2013. Ever since Burns stopped doing it, mm. and I was like, it's never been the same." And I'm like, "You know what?" And I was like, "You know what? You're not wrong." No, he is not. He was like, "2013 was the last good iron bowl," and I'm like, mm. yeah, "Yeah, no, there's been other good ones." Like the last, like every Iron like, Bowl that's every Iron Bowl that's in Jordan Hare is a good one. Like we're talking about, like the last, like great Iron Bowl game, like straight up. Because the ones, in, the ones in Bryant Denny are just blowouts. But the, oh, every time that down. game is in, every time that game is in Jordan Hare, something crazy happens. Uh, one of the one of the analysts on like the CBS halftime said, this "God, I hate Jordan how right Hare Ben is." is I'm going through these. Jordan Hare is a literal house of horrors for Alabama. And my dad was like, oh, no, Alabama's going to go in there and they're going to just in, like just take care of this. And I'm like, dad, that place is a nightmare for them to play in. Yeah, but, Brock, I'm not wrong, am I? No, I just looked it up. Anyway, uh, let's take a look at our locks of the week this week, shall we? Uh-huh. Tommy had yes. Iowa. That one hit. Ben had Miami of Ohio. Hit. As, uh, I gotta try and find it. Beating Baller State. Yeah, but it's more I'm trying to find out what the... It was a close one, I believe, too, if I remember correctly. Oh, duh. I'm looking at the wrong one. I'm like, they didn't play Toledo. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> they didn't. Um, gosh dang it. I did not put a point total on that one. Oops. Because I think we all just had them going outright. And, yeah, they won outright. And my lock of the week was America, and America won. The sleeper games of the week. Tommy said it was going to be Miami versus Boston College. Nope. Final score forty-five to twenty. Damn Miami. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin Dang, okay. versus Minnesota was Ben's pick. I just passed by mine again. And I smiled. Nope, that one was the final of 28-14 in favor of Wisconsin. I had Purdue and or Indiana and Purdue. Yes, sir! Purdue won in a last-second touchdown to beat Indiana 35-31. Sadly. Let's go! 
Indiana should have won that game. They really should have, but Purdue just wanted it more. All my homies, all my homies hate Purdue. No, Purdue's awesome, man. Like I want to go to a Purdue game. So. The Boiler Stinkers. Uh, Sam Houston State picked up their third win on the year. Congratulations to them. They end the year in three and nine. Youch. <laughs> That's all I can say for you. Wait, who? Sam Houston State. Youch. This was their first year in the FBS. Jacksonville State will end the year eight and four after losing to New Mexico State. Good job, guys. Good fight this year. This was also their first year in the FBS. It was announced by Delaware that Conference USA will be, or uh, Delaware announced that they will be joining Conference USA in 2025. Thoughts on the Blue Hens joining Conference USA? I did not know that that was going to happen. Uh, by the way, the team's currently in Conference USA. <clears throat> Liberty, who's located in Virginia. New Mexico State, which is located in New Mexico. Jacksonville State, which is located in Mississippi. Western Kentucky, which is located in Kentucky. Middle Tennessee, which is located in Middle Tennessee. Louisiana Tech, located in Louisiana. Sam Houston, located in Texas. UTEP, located in Texas. And FIU, located in Florida. This conference is all over the place. Perfect fit. Yeah. Uh, you know, they got Liberty right there. So they can play them. The, the Sun Belt just making more and more sense now, I'm just saying. Good for the Sun Belt, making all the sense in the world right now. All your teams... Yeah, man, I don't know about you, but uh, Indiana, plays L- uh, Indiana plays UCLA on the road this next season. Wait. I'm trying to go to that Indiana-UCLA uh, game. No, the fuck you're not. You're joking, right? Hopefully Indiana brings the band for that one, because that would be cool for them. You're joking, right? Yes. Okay. Or, no, but I'm, I'm serious that that's a real game, Oh yeah. but I'm joking about going to it. Hey, I'm just saying next year, we all drive to Detroit together, we go watch the MAC championship. <laughs> drive to okay. Detroit? What, you want to fly? I mean, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's Detroit, Brock. Either way, I think we're in danger. <laughs> Even the Uber gonna rob us. <laughs> they have nothing. He's gonna rob us for problems when we're in the Uber. Yeah, we get robbed. Somebody posing as all a seat us, cushion. All of us be wearing Kevlar under our, our jersey. We need a Jay Spider-Man. I'm going to run you for your phone, Spider-Man. Run your pockets, Spider-Man. Anyway, God, we're just... There's something wrong with us. Yeah. So the conference championships are set. We will go more into them when we do picks. Uh, Here are the teams that just missed out on conference championships this week due to a game uh, this week. uh, UTSA... Is not going to the American Conference Championship because they lost to Tulane. Oklahoma yes, sir, will not be going. 
Oklahoma will not be going to the conference championship in the Big 12 because of their yes, loss sir. previously in the year to Oklahoma State. Ohio State yes, will sir. not be because of their loss to Michigan. Uh, New Mexico State will be going thanks to their win over Jacksonville State. Miami of Ohio secured their bid to the MAC championship with their win this weekend. They'll be playing Toledo, so it'll be eleven and one Toledo versus ten and two Miami of Ohio. Nice. Ooh, that now that's a game nice. there. I'd love to go to that one. I know, right? I'm like, ooh, would it be worth to go to Detroit this weekend? <laughs> but then I remember. Sadly, I, guess, I already have plans for this weekend. I've, so I've got to save my yeah, PTO for uh, the trip at the end of December now. Air Force was eliminated from being able to go to the conference or Mountain West Conference Championship, as was San Jose State on a tiebreaker, as they don't have the tiebreaker over Boise State. So it'll be UNLV and Boise State in that one. Arizona needed, Air, or needed Oregon State to upset Oregon. Oregon punched their ticket by destroying the Beavers in the final battle of the Civil War. Let's take a moment and... Remember the glories that was the Civil War between Oregon and Oregon State. Bad day. I said a moment of silence. Thank you. SEC, it's already been decided for a few weeks now. Sunbelt, because James Madison could not go. It was down between App State and Coastal Carolina, and it took a victory by App State this week to punch their ticket. They will take on Troy in the Sun Belt Conference Championship. Aren't they? Aren't, is the NCAA double uh, granting them bowl eligibility finally? No, they are not. Are you sure? I thought I read something about that. Who, James Madison? Yes. I don't know. They can't play in their conference championship. That's all I know. Blame. Would you like to know the matchups for uh, the FCS championship or the FCS playoffs this week in the second round, or the scores of the week oh, before? Sure. Yeah, yeah, they're bowl eligible. Yeah, J- uh, Jacksonville State and James Madison officially qualify for bowl spots. Yeah, but they aren't going to bowl games just because they there's have the wins. Postseason says two postseason ineligible teams are in the bowl field because there aren't enough six-win teams. Oh well, there you go. So, in the first round of the SCS Championship, Sacramento State... Yeah, here we go. Brock, it says, James Madison and Jacksonville State will discover their first bowl destinations and opponents on Sunday, earning the deserved reward for successful 2023 campaigns. Well, there you go. Anyway, FCS playoffs. Round one, Sacramento State upset North Dakota. Five and seven, Minnesota gets a bowl game, too. Yes, I know. Thank you. Can I continue? North Carolina Central fell to Richmond. The Spiders won 49-27. Delaware squeaks by Lafayette at home. They won 36-34. Mercer topped Gardner-Webb 17-7. Southern Illinois blew out and shut out Nickel State 35-0. Chattanooga got past Austin P. 24-21. North Dakota State beat the brakes off of Drake. They won 66-3 at the 
Fargo Dome. And finally, Youngstown State defeated Duquesne's 40-7, which means our matchups for this week for the FCS playoffs are as follows. Richmond travels to Albany to take on Albany. Youngstown State and Villanova in Pennsylvania, there in Philadelphia. Chattanooga will take on Furman. Sacramento State and South Dakota. Mercer draws top seed South Dakota State. North Dakota State takes on Montana State. Uh, Delaware takes on Montana. And Southern Illinois travels to the Kibbe Dome to take on Idaho. Also this week, the SWAC Championship as Florida A&M hosts Prairie View A&M. That has been your FCS scoreboard update, unless you would also like some D2. Y'all want some D2? So we're going to talk about the rankings that just came out. We will. Uh, sadly, Ben, as we know, uh, Truman State did not advance in the D2 championships. But Badly. it's fine because uh, Ilan, or Indiana did not win at all. They were defeated. Let's go. Can I get a let's go for Indiana losing? Let's go. Yeah, Indianapolis sucks. Uh, no local schools have advanced. So yes, Tommy, it is now talk about time to talk about the rankings. I'm not gonna lie, committee is in a very dire lose lose situation right now. No, they're not. They're in a great situation right now. Well, they can be. They can be. Let's just say they can be easily screwing themselves with how they did, did the ranking. I'll be right back. So, I'll talk about it. Basically, what this means is I'll go through the rankings from. Uh, 25 to 1. Number 25 is K-State. 24 is Liberty. 23 Clemson. Tulane sitting as the highest ranked group of five team right now with uh, 22. So they'll probably be the group of five representative yet again for the New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, Tennessee number 22. Or Tennessee number 21. Oregon State 20. NC State 19. Oklahoma State 18. Notre Dame 17. Iowa 16, uh, Arizona at 15, Louisville at 14. Uh, they dropped four spots after losing to Kentucky. LSU at 13, they jumped a spot. Oklahoma, uh, Old Miss, and then the top 10, Penn State. Missouri staying at a nice, firm number nine in this college football ranking, still fighting for a New Year's six spot. Alabama at number eight. Texas at number seven. Ohio State dropping to uh, dropping four spots to number six after their loss to Michigan. Oregon at five. Florida State at four. Washington three. Michigan two, and then Georgia at number one. So what do you? What I mean by the lose lose situation for the committee is. This this is the this is the chaos scenario or the scenario of well what the hell are you gonna do what four teams are you gonna put in here and I'll wait for Brock to come back from the bathroom 
so he can get so I can get his input on this. So Mizzou should be higher ranked than Ohio State. Tell me one team that Ohio State's beaten this year that is more deserving than any uh, of the teams Mizzou's well, beaten. See they have see they they have wins against uh let's see, I believe a uh Notre Dame, which they're ranked 17th right now. So it's okay. Win. Hey, you want my counter to that one? State, Mizzou has beaten Tennessee. Tennessee. Same as, same as uh, Notre Dame. Florida or Penn State has played nobody except both Michigan and Ohio State. Therefore, I put them on the same playing field as a Tennessee or a K-State. So, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, I don't think they're going to get in with their basically their schedule. But here, here's this crazy little... Hey, Alabama's going to get in if they beat Georgia. Oh, so, hell here, fucking no. Here's because here's the thing. Texas oh, is going to win. Hold on. Here's the thing. So here's what's going to happen. Here's what I think might happen. And the committee is going to have a whole other ordeal on their hands about this. Texas wins out. And I mean wins out. Let's, they blow the brakes. Off yeah, they... They have to beat the brakes off Oklahoma State, which I don't so know. They, they have, the, they have the, the college football leading rusher on their team. So they beat the brakes off of Oklahoma State. Like, they they put a statement emphatic double-digit, let's say 20-plus point win against Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game. Oregon avenges their only loss on the season to Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. So they beat Washington and ruined Washington's unbeaten season. And then you have Alabama upsetting Georgia in the SEC championship game. And then you have Florida State, who's shown they can definitely win without Travis Hunter. Or is that his name? Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis, sorry. I don't know why I said Travis Hunter. I knew his last name was Travis. So, in that scenario, what? The, and then you have Michigan, Michigan won. obviously taking care of business. And then you have Michigan obviously taking care of business against Iowa. Michigan won. So you have Michigan won. So then what do you do with teams two, three, and four? Florida State. Because you have, because hold on, you have, hold on, you have Georgia sitting here with only one loss. I know. If you'll shut up, I'll tell you what they would do. Michigan 1, Florida State 2, Georgia 3, and Texas at 4. So you have a... The I, I don't know about that. I think Georgia Michigan, loses Alabama. Georgia would still be in, and that would bump Alabama up. No, it wouldn't because, because they well, still... Their only on, losses to Texas. playoff has, has Alabama do do? favoritism. But then what do you do with Texas, who beat Alabama... At home in Bryant Denny Stadium, by the way. Again, that's why be, I say Texas they have to gets Oklahoma in. Oklahoma State by twenty plus. Oh, they'll easily do that. I don't know. Texas might. Get, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like the writing right now is Oklahoma State might get them fits. Yes, but yes, if Texas, like emphatically, does a twenty point, then we're talking like straight up. Blow the brakes off of Oklahoma State, and then you have Alabama winning, and then okay. So then, but what do you do with Oregon then? What do you do with the Pac-12? 
I'm standing firm with what I had earlier this year. Honestly, in my better opinion, I think... In my honest opinion, I think Oregon has a better resume than Florida State. His Duke's out of the rank, yes. It says, if Florida State loses, then Ohio State is in. I'm wearing it. Oregon State's most impressive, or Oregon's most impressive one would then be Flor- or would then be Washington. Yes, a team that they've already lost to. For Florida State, their most impressive wins would be. Their only one more. Their only impressive wins are Duke, which they are not ranked anymore. LSU. By the way, just throwing that out there. LSU is their only ranked win right now. Yes, the, I feel like they're going to beat Louisville, though. I will say, bar, yeah, yeah. Or, no, I think Louisville's going to win. I think Louisville's going to win that game. Where you have, where where you have Oregon, whereas they have what? I will they say, I saw have, a comment. Currently, they only have a win against one ranked opponent right now, which is Oregon will, State. I will say, I saw a. I mean, yes, we're moving to the 12-team format next year, but I'd seen a comment that a guy made about this, the current playoff format, where uh, there needs to be, there, there should have been six teams, where two teams get a bye for the first round and then carry on from there. But, yeah. Or just say, fuck it, and do the 12-team this year. I wish. No, they're not gonna. They're not gonna do that. They're fuck you. Let Mizzou play in a. Let Mizzou get into the college football playoff. You fuck. Fuck you. Well, guess what? Too bad. But in but yeah, in this scenario, it's a lose lose situation because you have Florida. I mean, you have Florida State who wins out and they're undefeated and they're gonna be like, hey. So in order for Florida State, in my honest opinion, to get in, they have to do what Texas does, and that's just straight up beat the absolute brakes off of Louisville. Okay, but what happens if Iowa beats Michigan? Oh, they're the Big Ten's fucked. I think the Big Ten. I don't know. I think Michigan might be in. Everyone's been. Everyone's been talking up Iowa's defense all year long. I want to see them go up against a real offensive powerhouse such as Michigan, and we get to see that. See if see if Iowa beats Michigan. And Alabama beats Georgia. I think Michigan gets in over Georgia. That's my honest opinion. We've seen uh, Iowa go against a real offensive team this year, Ben. It happened in week four. Who is that again? Uh, they got blown out 31 nothing on the road against Penn State. And they get the brakes blown off of them in Happy Valley. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's going to be very, 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 very interesting to see. How this champion, this championship, this uh, championship weekend shapes out to be. 
Because if Florida State loses and someone from the Pac-12, let's say Washington right now, wins. Wait, Washington's already in the top four, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. Are they on the outside looking at? Nope, they're number they're three. So one team is going to make a jump. Let's put it this way. Barring if Florida State loses, one team is going to make a jump. I think. And I think that team might be Texas. It will be. I hope not. It will be. You know why? They'll have 12 wins, and let's go over their games, that they, the teams they beat this year. You they have, beat you Alabama. They beat a then-ranked, not even beat, destroyed a then-ranked Kansas. Destroyed a then-ranked, or beat a then-ranked, and still ranked Kansas State. Your only loss is to Oklahoma. Yeah, they're all, yeah. Which, I mean, they can't avenge because of how, uh, the, uh, how the Big 12 standing shake. Uh, took out. So, but yes, their resume is a lot better than a Florida State's because their only win, because their only impressive Florida State's only impressive win right now is basically a uh, opening weekend win against, and uh, not a win, just a straight up beatdown of LSU. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State's most impressive Whereas, win is Notre Dame. Yeah, like the last minute. Which, um, you know, that and Penn State, congrats. Those are your two most impressive wins. Notre Congratulations, Dame. Congratulations, Penn State. You're going to keep James Franklin for another year. Yep. Notre Dame. Who, who Notre Dame's most impressive wins are NC State and NC State. Yep. Now mm-hmm. okay. And you have losses to Louisville, Clemson, and Ohio State. Penn State's most impressive win is Iowa. You didn't mean to do that. That was my bad. I don't know what happened. I instinctively instinctively closed the app. Mm. But yeah. So... I have down below there, gentlemen, our uh, mid-season, who we thought would be in and how it would shape out. So I want each of you to read off who you had in the order that you had them. So I had uh, Ohio State, Georgia, Washington, and Florida State, with the first two out being Michigan and Texas. Then I had... Ohio State, Washington, Georgia, Florida State, and then two out being Oregon and Penn State. Michigan, Washington, Georgia, Florida State, with Ohio State and Texas being the first two out. Just saying, one of ours is looking really good right now. Yeah, Brox is like the most, like, when it comes to the three of us, Brox is like 95% accurate right now. Hey, Brock did this. He predicted Mizzou's win total on the season. He's cracked. I just think with Texas, it's like you can't really deny Texas, just depending on what happens in the Pac-12 and then the ACC championship game. Because with the ACC, ACC, if Florida State wins a close, we're talking close game against Louisville, 
which I think is definitely going to happen. Which that case they're thirteen and zero, they're play. getting in. Yeah, but the last time this happened, where they went undefeated, they were in the playoff, which was the very first one. They got the fucking brakes. They got their brakes blown out by Oregon mm-hmm. in the Rose Bowl. Yep. You're telling me you don't want to see Georgia beat the fuck out of Florida State? Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I kind of want to see that. But, I mean, if you have Florida State winning a close game against Louisville, and then you have Texas just straight up beating the brakes off of Oklahoma State, you can't tell me Oklahoma uh, Texas would systematically jump them. They won't. And sneak in. They won't. They'll be number five. They'll be the last one okay. looking out. Anyway. I think we've exhausted that as much as we can. Yes. Uh, it's now time for everybody's favorite segment. MIP of the week. And good lord, there are some... In- Intriguing contenders this week. Yes. So, who would like to start us off with the most impressive of the week? Uh, I'll start. Okay. Uh, my most impressive was uh, college football this weekend because of the fantastic games that were being played from 11 o'clock for the game to the Iron Bowl. The ending of the Iron Bowl, and yeah, college football this weekend. Okay. Our rivalry makes the best. Mr. Ben? Ain't it? Oh, you're getting no argument from me and Ben after this week. Rivalry week's awesome. Oh, it's the best. Especially when your team blows out your rival. Then we have, for me, my most impressive goes to Iowa. Surprisingly, but it is because Iowa became the first college football team in FBS history to have 10 wins, averaging less than 250 yards of offense per game. Absolute sicko moment. That is awesome. Uh, my most impressive of the week goes to the uh, Bills-Eagles game. I forgot that it was a game this weekend. Yes, I actually got to watch that game because they didn't get they didn't show Chiefs uh, uh, Raiders Chiefs because that game was in Vegas. That was on the West Coast, so they decided to show the East Coast game instead. Yeah, we uh, we got to see the end of it here. Um, oh thankfully. my god, it was so so good. Oh, oh my god! So I'm so glad I didn't get to. I was so glad I did not get to watch a fucking Chiefs game this week. You don't understand. And of course, my grandma's a Chiefs fan. She's like, "Wait, we don't get the Chiefs game. Like, you're gonna sit down in the chair and you're gonna watch Bills Eagles and you're gonna like it." Mm-hmm. 
Snapchat. And she was like, I'm gonna go to a bar. I'm like, No, you're not. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna plop your you're gonna plop your butt in that chair and you're gonna watch Billy Eagles at three twenty five and like it. And guess what? I we didn't, didn't even watch, watch that it. game either. What? Guess what? It ended up, what do you mean? It ended up being the better game of the two. I I just wouldn't I don't I wouldn't want to watch a game in that time. I'm sorry your team is 0 and twelve when it's a fucking waxing gibbous. Huh? Did you not see that stat? Dude, save that stat, damn it. <laughs> time for most idiotic. Tommy. Uh, the Detroit Lions for losing yet again on Thanksgiving. <laughs> because of My a turn? waxing gibbous. My turn? Yes. All right, so, my idiot, uh, unless, uh, goes to Josh Giddy. Um, unless Brock uses him as the idiot. No, I have a better one this week, actually. Okay. Well, the guy from, uh, Oklahoma City. Yes, Josh Giddy for his, uh, his dating life and three-point shooting range in the 15%. Um, but, um, honorable mention for idiot of the week goes to Derek Carr of the Saints. It's not even his fault. It's fucking Pete Farmer. With, uh, Derek Carr finishing November with just two touchdown passes. Yeah, my fault. Pete Farmer is absolutely shit. Fucking Um, my idiot of the week goes to the University of Arkansas for bringing back the neck brace. That's right. Petrino's back, baby. Yes, sir. And we have to score 60 points next It's okay. They're, they're going to slowly... Work Sam Pittman out of the the head coaching position, and Bobby Petrino will slowly get worked back in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my most idiotic for the week, and that has been MIP awards. Man, you guys are right. This is crazy, dude. What? The Lions are zero and thirteen. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna say it. Let me say it. Say it then, Tommy. So, obviously, the Lions always play on Thanksgiving, and the tradition is always wake up and watch them lose, which happened yet again. The Family Guy clip where it's like, "Hey guys, shouldn't you guys be in Detroit losing a football game? Right? It's Thanksgiving. Should you guys be in Detroit losing a football game right now? Guess what? Happened yet again. Off to the football game." So get this, someone actually took their time, their time, uh, credit to Jay Coda, and it says, I have bad news for the list. This is before their game started, by the way. So since the AFL MFL merger, they are 0-12, they're over, they've never won a game on Thanksgiving. They're 0-13 now, Tommy. So yeah, yes, now 0-13. When the moon is in the waxing gibbous phase. And guess what? Thursday's moon phase was Blacks and Gibbous. And lost. 
Um, and someone also replied, what about Waning Gibbous? And they are all-time 6-7. and seven. Also, uh, Dolly Parton. To Dolly Parton. That's all I'm going to say about that. Would. Because Would. Because if I because if I speak, I'm in very big trouble. Would. Let's just say she looked like a cheerleader. Would. And the cowboy. Let's just say. Let's just put it this way. She looked. She's. She dressed as the Cowboys cheerleaders from the last time they won a Super Bowl. So. Would. Um, also, Fox. Uh, actually, it was an honor. My, my honorable most idiotic was going to be Fox for the oh, absolute. Tony Romo, horny on main. Absolutely no. That in Fox's absolute shit show of a halftime performance, as always. And then Fox handling the turducken. Where they only had one, which they could have had two. So get this: apparently, with their turducken, with the they they were so confident that Detroit was going to win that game, they put like a sear mark of the Lions logo on the turducken, and they had no backup turducken if Green Bay were to win. So yeah, fucking, we're betting with moon phases now. So, I mean, to be fair, yes. That, uh-huh. Fair. I would do that too. Yeah, so. So, so if it's waxing, what is it, waxing gibbous? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if it's waxing gibbous next... Next time, which I don't think it will, um, make sure you fucking mortgage your house on the opposing team. On the opposing team that plays Detroit on Thanksgiving. So, dog, ain't none of us gonna remember that. (laughs) I can't. I can't believe that. Either way, yeah, that's like all the NFL. I like. I watched the Saints Falcons game. That was fucking horrendous to watch. The NFC but, South division leader is five and six, and it's yeah. There's somehow a way, yeah. There's somehow a way for Carolina to host a playoff game, but that's like so far fetched. It's not even going to happen. I want it to happen. I want it to happen. Also, man. shout out, shout out to the owner of the Panthers who blatantly said to the Gulag. Yeah, we could have drafted CJ, but we decided not to. Well, guess what? He's fucking balling in Houston. I'm a Stroud boy. <laughs> I am a Stroud boy. I, I am a Stroud boy. Stroud, like the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, um, after that, I was... After the LSU, I'm no joke. At the LSU game, I just watched the Saints game, and I watched here and there of Bills Eagles, and then I just had the red zone on, just had white noise in the background, and that was it. While I passed it was on out. fire, you know what sucked? I passed out during the witching hour. No, 
And it was a good witching hour this week, too. It was. And when I woke up, I heard the fire alarm go off, and I'm like, fuck, I missed the witching hour. I literally woke up, and I heard the alarm go off, and I'm like, shit, I missed the fucking witching hour this week. Yeah, well. well. Also, shout-outs to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thank God who knew Matt Canada was the problem. They actually had more than 400 yards of total offense this week. So good for them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all the NFL football I'm going to talk about this week. Okay. Didn't watch the Sunday night game. Didn't watch the Thursday night game. Did not watch the Monday night game either, so. All right. All right, well, that's going to bring us to who? And gentlemen, this one takes us to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina to Pelicans Ballpark, which seats about 600 or 6,600 people. The name of the ballpark based. Uh, and the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, who have been playing baseball since 1999. Okay. Gentlemen, who's their daddy? They've been playing since 1999. So what A? Are they single A, double A, or triple A? Single A. So they're single A, okay. Rays. Okay, Ben says Rays. It is not the Tampa Bay Rays. I am going to go with the Atlanta Braves. That's who they started out with, but that is not their current one. Their current one is the Chicago Cubs. Oh, that's right. I should have known. So... Wait, they started with the Braves? They started out with the Braves, but then they moved to the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Okay. So I got their starting team correct. Do we get a half point? No. You don't. Um, I'm going to do another one. I just got to try and find one. Aria. Uh, Are they still around? Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. This is a perfect one. Gentlemen, this next one takes us out to Tucson, Arizona. For a team that played from 1915 to 2010. Wow. Wow. Uh, This team last played at High Corbett Field. Which seats 9,500 fans in Tucson, Arizona. This team is the Tucson Toros. I'm looking for the team that they had for the longest amount of time as their major league affiliate. They were in Tucson? 
Tucson, and again, the longest that they had as their affiliate. I'm going dead on this one. Who? I'm going to go with Ben on this one, and I'm going to say the Diamondbacks. Yes, sir. 1998 to 2008 was the longest-tenured team. Well, technically, technically. There was one other team that could lay claim to it, but they just were beat out, it looks like. Actually, you know what? Oh. That's wrong as I look at it more. You can't tease us like that. Uh, the longest tenured uh, major league team that they had was for 20 or was for 16 years, as opposed to the 10 from Arizona, of the Houston Astros. Uh. Who was the parent organization from 1980 until 1996. My apologies for that one, gentlemen. Womp womp. Y'all want to do another one? No, I'm good. You sure? Yes. Yes. Okay. We'll move on to uh, step in that DeLorean real quick. Not even on mobile. It's still loud as fuck. Ben... The floor is yours. What is it time for? Well, we're stepping back into DeLorean, sir. It's time to play who he playful. Indeed. So, this week, uh, it's not a baseball player, guys. Whoa! This week, we are uh, diving into the world of hockey. Oh, Jesus Christ. I want the player that you guys will know, so. <laughs> this guy has played for four teams. Okay, he is a three-time easy. cup winner, a Jennings Trophy winner, and a Vesna Trophy winner. Vesna. Or... Vesna and a one-time All-Star. Uh, okay. He played. He has played. He's still currently playing. But 2003 to current. Oh, God. So, 20 years. Um. Man, now I'm trying to think of goalies that have been around that long. Yes, he is a goalie, in fact. Well, yeah, Catches if they're left. a Vesna winner, they are. And uh, our player for this week, who you have to figure out, is four teams. Mark Andre Fleury. Oh, Blackhawks, Knights, Wild Black. Oh uh, yeah, Blackhawks, Wild Knights, Penguins. He got all four. Yep. Oh, so that's, yeah. I'm just like, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let Brock deal with this one. Yeah. yeah, Pittsburgh for 13 years, Vegas for four, Minnesota for three, and Chicago for one. Yep. Congratulations, Brock. Thank you. Thank you. Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Yes, thank you. That was a rather easy. <laughs> I thought I would start us out a little uh, easy, you know, since it's a. Uh... Since it was our first jump into hockey for uh, who he played for. Yeah. All right, it's now time for Ben's list of things before we go to a segment that people have been clamoring for for its standalone YouTube show. But it's time for Ben's list of things. We are zooming through this this week. The Steelers have finally fired offensive coordinator Matt Canada as Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, we might need Brock's input on this one, but the Colts released linebacker Shaq Leonard. Yeah, he just wasn't performing. Alrighty. The Chicago Bears have scored more points than the Kansas City Chiefs this season. Ow. What? Um, the, yeah, uh, as Tommy had also mentioned, the Packers upset the Lions and handed them their seventh straight Thanksgiving loss. Count them up seven straight. Uh, Cowboys cornerback Deron Bland made history by scoring his fifth pick six of the season. Uh, a man that I still, a man that I didn't know still had a job. Uh, the commanders fired defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio. I think we made this comment when we were heading down to Arkansas. Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson becomes the quickest quarterback in NFL history to reach 5,000 career rushing yards. The Raiders are expected to release cornerback Marcus Peters. The Panthers Panthers fired head coach Frank Reich, and uh, with that, he served as a head coach for a shorter period of time than Urban Meyer was for the Jaguars. I could have told y'all he wasn't a good hire. But it's not the owner sucks. And it, the owner is lit, takes part in literally every part of the team. The dude needs to leave the guys alone and let them do their thing. Hey. Uh, who, Carolina's? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, hey, are you talking yeah, about Carolina. mine or Carolina? Carolina's owner, dude. Oh. Oh. Carolina's owner is literally like shows up like every day and like tells them that they need to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, bro, let your team actually try to do what they're they're needing to. I thought he was talking about like, Ursa for a second. Yeah, I kind of feel like the GM self-sabotage, like, unironically sabotaging because of the owner. Yeah. Plus, it's also crazy to think what happens when you take, uh, when you're coaching uh, Carson Wentz for a couple of years. It truly breaks a man. And when, you're, when your head coach had voiced his opinion that he wanted you to draft Stroud instead. And you're like, nah, we're going to go with this guy. Don't get me wrong, he's good. It's just that Frank Reich is his head coach. Or was his head coach, so. Um, the Dolphins signed the, the firecracker hand man himself, Jason Pierre-Paul, off the Saints practice squad. Funny, I'm pretty sure he played Sunday. I just sworn he played Sunday. He played uh, not this weekend, but the weekend before. Mm, okay. And then uh, the th- thanks to uh, television stats, uh, 
the NFL uh, Thanksgiving's Day audience set a record for the second straight year in a row. Um, the NFL set a Thanksgiving Day viewership record for the second straight year with the three games averaging 34.1 million viewers on TV and digital platforms. The average is a 1.5% increase over last season, which had a 33.6 million average. Um, then, uh, the late afternoon game between the Washington Commanders and Dallas Cowboys averaged 41.8 million. How, how did that... Did that number spike during the halftime performance? I go up. I bet. I bet you it did. Making it the second most watched regular season game on record behind last year's game on Thanksgiving between the Cowboys and Giants, forty-two point zero six million. Um, the matchup between the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions was the most watched early Thanksgiving game on record, averaging thirty-three point seven million on Fox. NBC's primetime game between the San Francisco 49ers and Seattle Seahawks averaged 26.9 million, the highest audience for a Thanksgiving night game in eight years. Not bad. And then the ratings for the, the, the first Black Friday game between the Dolphins and Jets on Amazon Prime are expected to be released uh, Wednesday. Probably not great. Probably not good, yeah, because a lot of people forgot that, you know, that game existed. Mm-hmm. Now moving into MLB, uh, St. Louis has made a, a slew of pitching moves, signing Kyle Gibson the other day. Me and Brock talked about it on EOS. M-I-C! And they also signed Sonny Gray to a three-year, $75 million deal. Wow, they're actually going to get out pitching. That's crazy. Yeah. Yes, because pitching was your issue last year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Totally. Nothing else. Uh, the, the Dodgers signed Jason Hayward to a one-year, $9 million deal. Uh, How is he White still Sox in the league? Liam Hendricks. Yes, yeah, somehow. Good for him. Um, White Sox reliever Liam Hendricks and Cubs outfielder and first baseman Cody Bellinger were named the 2023 MLB Comeback Player of the Year. Hmm. Interesting. We do have NHL news. And they both relate to the Blackhawks. Let me guess, Corey Perry. We'll talk about that. But um, (laughs) first, uh, Patrick Kane signed with the Detroit Red Wings. Rejoining fellow uh, Blackhawks teammate Alex DeBrinkett on the Red Wings. (laughs) <laughs> huh. how's it feel ben to have one of your most cherished uh players ever go to one of your rivals it hurts and personally i really like the brinket as well i i really liked him yeah i know you did that was like the one player that you kept talking about when we were talking hockey. Then- uh, yeah, and then Corey Perry, as of today, Tuesday, when we're recording this, he had his contract terminated over unacceptable conduct. And um, I'm sure you guys probably heard why that happened. Yes, no? Uh, no. Hang on. Hey, Liam, 
Wacky's pee-pee. Thank you. Ah, okay. It was brought to my attention that, um, apparently, I think at practice it was said, but, um, Corey Perry said that he was, uh, banging Connor Bedard's mom. Huh. By the way, do you know how bad you have to be to get released by the Blackhawks for misconduct? That's the pot calling the kettle black right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Then next, we do have a singular sad bit of soccer news. The Houston Dynamo beat Sporting Kansas City one to nothing on Sunday night to advance to the Western Conference Final. Shut okay. up, bitch! As long as we beat St. Louis, that's fine with me. Yep. Yes. I mean, Sporting Kansas City wasn't expected to go anywhere this season at all. Mm-mm. And I mean, us winning a playoff round was something in itself. Two. But two playoff rounds. Yeah. Two. Yeah, two in a series. But um, we we almost made it to the fi- the conference final, so good on them. And then, finally, our last section: college stuff. Um. We had a college football scoreagami score this weekend, gentlemen. Yes, yes, we indeed. Did. We had back to back days. Oklahoma, Oklahoma beating TCU sixty nine to forty five. Houston dismissed their head coach. Uh, Indiana fired their head coach and are paying him a twenty million dollar buyout. Uh, Mike Elko uh, is officially Texas A&M's new head coach. In case you didn't Only know who he was, uh, I had to look Duke. at it myself. Duke's head coach. Yeah, ditching Duke after signing a six-year contract to, to go back to Daddy A&M. Um, what you have done has made God very unhappy. What the fuck was that phrase, dude? Uh-huh. He had been at A&M before he'd gone to Duke. Still. Um, the, the king himself, Bobby Petrino, has returned to Arkansas as the offensive coordinator, air quotation. Um, Oregon State has promoted their defensive coordinator, Trent Bray, to head coach after Jonathan Smith left for Michigan State. Then, um... We have uh, our very favorite uh, man of the hour, uh, Paul Feinbaum, uh, because it was being talked about on ESPN, the potential of the SEC completely missing out on the college football playoffs if Alabama beat Georgia. And uh, Paul Feinbaum said that he will stand outside the college football playoff headquarters in protest if the SEC is left out of the college football playoffs. So thank you, Paul. And then finally, I don't know what kind of sicko made this, but um, someone did the calculations, and for our last thing on my list, they came up with all the calculations for um, the number of Arch Mannings it would take lined up to get to the nearest Chick-fil-A for every Power 5 college. 
So if you lined up Arch Manning shoulder to shoulder from the 50-yard line in the stadium to the nearest Chick-fil-A. Oh, not even, like, laying him down? No. (laughs) And the winner goes to, by a very slim margin, Kansas State. (laughs) With only 83.36. What? Crazy. Or it might be laying down. I can't really tell. What? That just that just barely beats out TCU at eighty three point three seven. And then Arizona State, Texas, and Cincinnati round out the top five. <laughs> Who's um, the farthest? LSU is middle of the pack at two hundred and fifty point one one. Okay. Um. Oh no! Sorry, LSU. That they're in the bottom. Yeah, you third. know what's crazy? To think they're they're, they're in the bottom third of the the top third. Is that like the stadium is like right there on campus? Like it's like right there. Like it's mm-hmm. so big you can't miss it. Yeah. So LSU is in the top third, but bottom portion of that top third, um, and Mizzou is in the top portion of the bottom. Third of all the teams. Uh, 2,150.95 Arch Mannings. To be fair, our stadium's kind of just like way out there. And then to end it, Brock, the farthest away goes the, from the last one I'm going to mention will be the farthest one away, but I'm doing the, the farthest five. And so, Syracuse at basically 8,700, Colorado at like 9,800-something, Cal at 12,600, basically, Oregon State at 30,000, and Oregon as the farthest away at 53,000 Arch Mannings. Jesus Christ! Yes, it jumps very fast for those Oregon, for those Oregon ones. Which just makes me think, where the fuck are those stadiums located to the rest of the campus? Because this is the first time that you've read off one of these lists and Oregon State's been low on it. Yeah, or just, it seems Oregon's, it seems like our Oregon, it's either literally out in the middle of nowhere and surrounded by nothing, or, I'm curious if I can spell. You you pulling up on maps like a Oregon to Chick Fil A? No, I'm just looking up their football stadium in comparison to the rest of their campus. Ooh, that be let's see <clears throat> maps. I mean, it looks like it's right there on campus. So it's really just one of those, oh, yeah, we just don't have a fucking Chick-fil-A anywhere close. What the hell? University of Oregon. State. Let's see. What's their their field called? Uh, Autzen Stadium. Boy, their baseball field's just kind of weird looking. 
don't even know. I'm, I'm supposed to be looking at their football stadium and trying to figure out where the nearest Chick-fil-A is to it, but, you know, got sidetracked by that football field. What what's the name of their field again? Whose? Uh, Oregon. Autzen. Autzen Stadium. How do you spell that? A U T Z A. How do you spell it? A U T Z E N. <laughs> oh, okay. Autzen Stadium on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Oh, that's that's the stadium is south of campus. Hmm. Interesting. So we want Austin Stadium, and then we want Chick Fil A. <laughs> I like how I gave up on Oregon State's, and Ben's out here trying to figure out where Oregon's is. Whoa, why did you pull up the Chick-fil-A and Independence? What the heck? <laughs> no, I'm not driving 27 hours to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Jesus. Damn, okay. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it was giving me directions from Austin Stadium to the Chick-fil-A in Independence, Missouri. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Only 26 hours, huh? Hmm. Okay, so um, it looks like I I I'm I can't I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, mm. but um, it looks like the closest Chick Fil A to Austin Stadium is an hour and five minutes away. Mm. North of the stadium in Salem. Uh, Oregon, oh, Salem, Oregon, which is the next biggest stadium. Which is our next biggest city. 68.9 miles. Yep. All right, then. Well, thank you for that, Ben. Yes. But uh, that is everything. It's time to get serious for a moment. And a segment that people have been clamoring for on the YouTube channel. And, uh,. If you're seeing it right now on YouTube, that means that it's making a comeback. It's now time for Wayne with Mr. Tommy Haley. Oh, I needed that. That was thirsty. Either way, um, on the WWE front, War Games was this weekend. Um, pretty much you cut and dry. War Games, uh, Rhea Ripley won. Uh, team like Becky Lynch and all uh, team Becky Lynch's team, who contained I think Bianca, Charlotte, fuck I forget who else. Um, they won their War Games match. Uh, Gunta beat the fuck out of the Miz in a actually decent match. Uh, Rhea Ripley won. Go figure. Uh, Roman wasn't. Roman decided uh, he's going to decide to flex his power and say. Yeah, no, I'm not wrestling at Survivor Series. And then uh, the team that consisted of Cody Rhodes, uh, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, 
Seth Rollins, and then yes, the returning Apex Predator, the Viper, Randy Orton, Randall Keith Orton. God, it sounds so nice to say that. Going up against the Judgment Day with Team Drew McIntyre. So I want to get onto that front. So obviously, uh, Team Cody Rhodes won, but it's not the fact that obviously the Judgment Day lost yet again. Let's hopefully this will be the beginning of the end of the Judgment Day since they're on like literally every two seconds on Monday Night Raw. And uh, after the match was over, Drew McIntyre stormed out of Allstate Arena. He looked visibly mad, angry, didn't want to talk to anyone, and just straight up left Allstate Arena without saying a word. Um, I looked at the Wrestling Observer newsletter, um, you know, Bightful, and they really kind of don't know what's going on themselves. So, take that as you as you will. Obviously, the big one is Randy Orton came back. Actually, you know what? Actually, you know what? Some some people named the Randy Orton and CM Punk came back. Uh, the biggest return of the night was R-Truth coming back finally. He is finally in the WWE yet again. Yes, R-Truth, the Goat of Goats, the King of Kings, the 24-7, 365, two days a week champion is back. Oh, yeah, and some guy named CM Punk is finally back in WWE. I don't know. Seth Rollins looked visibly pissed about it, but then again, that was that ended up being a work angle. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, th- nothing too special there. But, I mean, uh, in the AEW front, uh, since CM Punk, obviously, I'm joking, by the way, CM Punk is back in the WWE, and uh, this is going to be whole interesting, because, as I said, Seth Rollins was visibly frustrated that CM Punk was back, because probably he saw the stuff that happened in AEW that led up to his firing. And speaking of CM Punk firing, um, so it was reported today uh, from, I think, Fightful, that uh, uh, someone's echoing. I can hear myself. Ben. Okay. I don't uh, know he, how. I don't know how either. So either way, uh, it was reported from Fightful, I think, that said, um, I guess Brian Danielson is, like, uh, the head of the disciplinary committee, and he was basically the final vote as to whether... Uh, or not to keep or fire CM Punk, and he obviously made the call to uh, vote with the firing, go ahead with voting uh, with the firing of CM Punk. So I, that's pretty much it from the AEW front. So, yeah, CM yeah, Punk You guys can still hear me, right? Yeah, yeah I can still hear you. But yeah, cool. CM Punk is back in a WWE, is back in the WWE, um, obviously he's only been back for like two days, so, but like I said, uh, Seth Rollins looking visibly frustrated, which kind of goes to what he said a couple months ago when I think he was on 
Logan Paul's podcast on Impulsive, and he was like, yeah, I'd be willing to work with him. You know, I'd put bygones to be bygones if it's a money-making match, which it definitely will be. So there's that. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for what I got from Wayne. Nothing else of note really happened. Like, Randy came back. CM Punk is back in the WWE. Um, R-Truth is back. And, uh, yeah. All in all, War Games was really good. So, that, that that's all I got. What? 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 It's now time for Ben's. It is now time for Ben's three things. All right, who's doing it this week? It's Brock's turn. I'm on my phone, so. Yep. All right, number one on my list of three things. The Nuclear Research Hub Idaho National Laboratory confirmed that it fell victim to a data breach last week by a group of self-proclaimed gay furry hackers who took responsibility for the attack and claimed they had access to sensitive employee data like social security numbers, home addresses, and more. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't I don't know how to react to that. Told y'all those furries were dangerous. But number two on my list of three things. Brock knows because this was happening as we were driving down there. Uh, you, but you don't know, Tom. I don't believe. But um, the YouTuber Meat Canyon lives in Liberty, Missouri. Yeah, no, no. You told. I think uh, you sent a text. I think in the group chat or one of the group yeah. chat. Indian was found walking out of uh, the vintage stock there. Yeah, which is nuts. And then number three on my list of three things. Um, it was announced yesterday. I'll I'll read you the article from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. A little bit of mystery. Lake Worth monster, other cryptids to be explored on Nature Show. A famous Fort Worth area monster is headed back to television, this time as a way to motivate Texans to explore the great outdoors. The Lake Worth monster has been subject of news stories, documentaries, books, and podcasts ever since the mysterious furry creature terrorized visitors to Greer Island in the summer of 1969. Now Texas Parks and Wildlife is planning to use the legend in a segment of its weekly PBS Nature series. Lyle Blackburn, a Fort Worth native and cryptozoologist who was interviewed for the program, said that the Lake Worth monster sort of falls into the Goatman Bigfoot category. It was a natural choice for the project because it's so well-known, he said. Blackburn and the TPWD media production team spent some time in mid-November filming at Greer Island. That was kind of good, you know, springboard that we could go off and then begin this sort of discussion. 
about people seeing strange, unexplained things, unexplained creatures in the woods throughout Texas, Blackburn said. So basically... TPWD videographer said the PBS segment will explore the Texas Bigfoot phenomenon, but is ultimately about how people engage with nature. Bigfoot and cryptozoology is one of those areas of interest that tends to get people excited about nature and wildlife and even conservation. So this is basically them saying Texas people touch grass. Yes. That is exactly what it is saying. But it's crypto it's cryptozoology. So that's like Ben's thing. Well we're gonna go find Bigfoot someday, right? Uh yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll get Macy involved with it too, and we'll find ghosts as well. Let's let's find the mountain lions and black bears in Missouri first, bud. Yes. So, all right, it is now time for picks for this week, as there is no most expensive ticket, as it is conference championship week, and there is no need to do so. Because all of they are always expensive. So, it, pretty much, yes. These are in order of time of kickoff. Starting us out. New Mexico State and Liberty in the Conference USA Championship game. Liberty, the Flames, are 10-point favorites. Who y'all got? Liberty. I got Liberty. I have the Flames as well. They are the best team in the state of Virginia. Bar none, so... Oregon travels to Vegas to face off against Washington. The Ducks are nine and a half point favorites on the Huskies. I have, you know what? I got Oregon. I think they're they're gonna play with a fire under their ass because this is Oregon's only loss on the air, and they're gonna want their their get back. Ben. Give me Washington. I need, I need Phoenix in the natty. I agree with you, sir. I think Washington is going to win this. Down in Arlington, the Pokes and the Longhorns face off. Texas are 14.5-point favorites over Oklahoma State. Oh, it says Texas is 15 on my end. Oh. I got them at 14 and a half. So. Um, Texas. Give me Oklahoma State. To win or to beat that spread? Beat the spread, at least. Okay. Um, hook them. I don't think this is going to be a close game. Boise State takes on UNLV in Vegas, where the Broncos are two-point favorites over the running Rebels. Wait, you're going in time order. You're mm-hmm. not. I am. There's another clock game. I know. I'm saving that one. Well, why are you saving that one for last if you said you're going to go in time order? Because I wanted order. to say this one first. Okay, fine. 
This is how I have it written down. Give me boys. I don't want the demon. I got UNLV. Ben doesn't want the demon. I like how we, me and Ben have just agreed that it's his name. Uh, unfortunately, I think the demon will win. Game. This isn't a ball game. This is a conference championship. Fair, close enough. Miami of Ohio and Toledo do battle in Detroit, where the Rockets are seven and a half point favorites on the Red Hawks. You know what? I have Miami of Ohio. I do as well. Okay, well, y'all are smoking something, apparently. Yeah, we're we're smoking Detroit. I've got the Rockets. In Atlanta, they do battle between the Bulldogs and the Crimson Tide, where Georgia is six-point favorites over ah. Alabama. That's it. Oh, man. Ah... Uh. Will Brock Bowers be back for this game from injury? That's a great question. If if Brock Bowers is out with injury, then I'm going Alabama. But if if Brock Bowers plays, then Georgia. Uh, I don't know. It's still up on the table, it looks like. I'm going to go with Georgia. Rock. Hmm. What? So do do I have to pick one straight up, or could I could I say if Georgia has Brock Bowers, I have Georgia. You have to pick straight up. Uh-huh. We'll go Georgia, just so. Texas can't get in. I have Georgia because Alabama has looked not good against lower-level competition this year. They won by three against Arkansas. Down in the Big Easy, SMU and Tulane do battle. The Green Ray, Green Wave are four-point favorites over the Mustangs. I got Tulane. Tulane, baby! Pony up, pony up. This is the time for SMU to rise again. Speaking of rising again, App State takes on Troy down in Troy, Alabama, where See, the Trojans are six. And a, where? Oops, sorry. The Trojans are six and a half point favorites over the Mountaineers. You see, I love App State in this game because they always like to play spoiler in big, big games. Case in point, JMU, App State. So, are you picking them? Oh, okay. I'm going to go Troy. 
Give me the Trojans. I think they got this one. Michigan and Iowa do battle in Indianapolis. Michigan are 23-point favorites over the Hawkeyes. I'm taking the points in this game. Okay. So I'm going to go crazy. But they're not going to win by 24 points. Okay, so I'm, I'm with Tommy. I'm, I'm going Michigan, but uh, Iowa will keep it closer by points. <clears throat> yeah, that's how I'm thinking as well. So, Congrats, Iowa. Mm-hmm. And finally, in Charlotte, North Kakalaki, Louisville and Florida State do battle. As the Seminoles are two and a half point favorites on the Cardinals. Louisville. Tommy? And I have Florida State. Seminoles. Gentlemen, I am sending you the picks that you all have made. I need a, your locks of the week based off those. So I have Liberty, Oregon. No, no, Texas. no. I'm not saying to list those off. I'm just asking for your locks of the week. Um, Louisville. Yeah, damn. I'm going to go with quick. Liberty. Quick one from Ben, Louisville. Toledo. Toledo. And sleeper game of the week. Um, definitely the Maction game. Remember, yeah. you don't just have to pick from the FBS games. I know, but still, though. Pick the Mac Championship game. Okay. I don't know what NFL games are even on for this week. It doesn't even look good this week. Not really. You Seahawks Cowboys on Thursday night? What the heck? Yeah, yeah I know. Are these games? Man, the only good one on here is going to be 49ers Eagles. Still need a game of the week. Your sleeper game of the week. Sleeper. We'll go Browns Rams. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to the FCS for mine, and I'm going North Dakota State versus Montana State. 
Alright, Tommy, list them off mine. So, we have... So, can I go ahead and say all my stuff now? Yep, you're good now. Okay, so I have Liberty, Oregon, Texas, UNLV, Miami of Ohio, University of Georgia, Tulane, App State, uh, Iowa into the 23 points, and Florida State. My lock of the week is Liberty, and then my sleeper game of the week is the MAG Championship. I have Liberty, Washington, Oklahoma State on points, Boise State, Miami, Ohio, Georgia, Tulane, Troy, Iowa on points, and Louisville, lock of the week being Louisville, and sleeper game of the week, Cleveland at the Rams. I have Liberty, Washington, Texas, UNLV, Toledo, Georgia, SMU Mustangs, Troy, Iowa on points, and Florida State Seminoles. My lock of the week is Toledo, them rackets. And my sleeper game of the week is North Dakota State versus Montana State in the second round of the FCS playoffs. May the odds be ever in your favor, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Next week, oh boy, next week. We get to talk about. We get Selection Sunday, boys. Bowl games. Which you know what that means. When the NCAA does their normal bowl selections, that means that we have to make our bowl selections. This segment I have have to do in the morning. This is going to take too much time. Say, we will be doing that next week here on the podcast as we have 22 bowl games or 22 bowls to find teams for just yeah yeah (laughs) it's what everybody loves right everybody loves that everybody loves Brock what you could do to make this super Super easy because we would have to record this before Selection Sunday, correct? No, we do it after. Oh, okay. Because we have to well, wait to see. Well, remember, because we do one through or uh, whoever the twelve t- top twelve are, they are eliminated from us being able to pick them because we automatically assume that they are in the twelve team playoff. So that's why yes. we have to okay. wait. So, uh, so as a reminder, those are the ball games that we have. Okay, that's good. You have uh, you have the. Oh, it's only on some of them where it's the, the where it has the divisions. So yeah, the ones where it's set to be that way. What does non-con mean? Just anybody? Yeah, no conference tie-ins. Cool. So. <clears throat> so be on the lookout for us to do that next week because that's pretty much all we're going to talk about next week. <laughs> Easy. So, yeah, Ben says easy until he gets down to it. We're all going to be crying by the end of it. So, Tommy, you have to have yours filled out for next week. Yeah, I know. So, good news is a lot of those, really the only ones you have to wait on are like the orange, cotton, sugar, peach, rose, and fiestables. Those are the only ones that you yeah. really have to wait on a team. The other ones you could get started on right now. Mm. 
I would like to sleep soon. <laughs> you get yes, sleep. I agree. Anyway, uh, Ben, what do you got coming out this week? Um, since we got this done tonight, I will be working on vlogs tomorrow after work. Woo. Same vlogs you've been working on? Yes. <laughs> Tommy, what you got coming out this week? Um, other than the college football stuff, I don't know. I'm still on the fence on whether to start Wayne, so. Yeah. Well, you have, yes. uh, your you vlog. Here first time. You have your vlog that will be going up here shortly. But yeah, Wayne! Wayne's coming back! Let's go! I, I, I still be on, I'm still on the fence about it. Dude, somebody, when they were asking if it was coming back, someone asked, else asked if I was still going to do our new ROH, and I laughed. I went, ha ha, uh, fuck you! That shit sucked doing towards the end. Because then at the same time, I'm seeing what AEW is actually doing, and I'm going, fuck! So, yeah, that's what I got coming out. Um, already out for me is my version of the Behind the Battle Line vlog. That's out. Uh, of course, this podcast, EOS, is already out. Right, Ben? Yes, sir. Okay. EOS is already out. Uh, BTT Outspoken episode number four will be coming out, where uh, we talked about uh, something. I don't know what we talked about on it. Um... Yeah. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that this week. As uh, that's pretty much all I got. Once the uh, bowl gets announced from Mizzou, expect a hype video for that vlog for us, for me and Ben to be getting ready to go to that bowl game. Because, you know, we just can't wait for that, can't we, Ben? Please. Hot bowl, please. Please. Please, Fiesta Bowl, please. Which I like how I'm getting excited for the PS4 at this point. Whatever. Um, other than that, I've been Brock Gordon. You can follow me on Twitter at BrockGordon99, the BNG or Capital F. I have been Tommy Haley. You can follow me on Twitter at dude underscore Rex14, the D and the R, Capital S. And I've been Bitch McDuncan, as seen on TV. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. At Elite Tiger Sport, you heard that correctly. At Elite Tiger Sport, the E, the T, and the S are capitalized. You changed it finally. I, I, whenever I first made it, it wouldn't let me change it to that, but I just did that the other day. So, hey, look at that. Now I've got to update it on everything, you bastard. Huh? Doesn't it just auto change? Not when it's automatically connected that I have to type it in for all of our uh, links and stuff. Oh. So, guess what I gotta go do now? <laughs> anyway, you can follow B Carter on Entertainment on Twitter at B underscore Cart ENT. To be the C and the E are capitalized on that. You can go check out the website. We're coming out this week. I will have because um, I don't have to do a know your enemy this week. Ah. 
Uh, you, you will be getting a very special article from me about uh, likely spots for NFL expansion to a 40-team league. So be on the lookout for that. Other than that, I've been Brock Gordon. I've been Tommy Haley. Who is as seen on TV. Uh, have a wonderful rest of your week, folks.